When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Josh Jacobs not interested in playing on the franchise tag in 2023, but are the Raiders willing to pay him top dollar? I don't think so. So that means we're likely looking at a unhappy Josh Jacobs playing in uh, in Las Vegas under the tag, which I don't think happens, or he hits the, the free agent market because the Raiders have to potentially pay Aaron Rodgers, $60 million, right? If they're going to keep Aaron Rodgers. We got some Jacobs news to talk about here. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We are talking Josh Jacobs right now, uh, briefly. Um, I don't know how long we'll be live. We'll take some phone calls. Uh, but I want to get in here and discuss Josh Jacobs because this is the hot topic of the day. Uh, Jacobs, um, the athletic reports running back, Josh Jacobs is not interested in playing on the franchise tag in 2023. Most players looking for a big payday are not looking to play on the tag. Jacobs responded with three words when asked if he would play on the franchise tag in 2023. If the two sides could not reach a multi-million dollar uh, deal he said hero turned villain <laughs> hero turned villain okay josh um this guy this got a monster year let's not let's not uh let's not beat around the bush led the league with 1653 on the ground finished with 12 touchdowns and more than 2,000 yards from scrimmage he had a big season the question is can he do it again the question is can he do it elsewhere it's tough to say it's tough to say but what we do know is that the Raiders, there are two storylines this offseason that make the Raiders an improbable landing spot for Jacobs in 2023 via the tag or a big contract extension. Because number one, we've got uh, we've got this situation here. Let's, let's uh, hold on, what am I doing here? I gotta get rid of Jacobs, he's in the way. Jacobs, you're in the way. Get out of the way. Okay, Jacobs uh, and the Raiders, the Raiders have the seven pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Some would say they need that pick to get Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think they're trading the number seven overall for Aaron Rodgers. I I think the the Packers will require a lot. I think the Packers will want a first rounder, but I don't know anybody's giving up the number seven. You never know. Could happen. Uh, But the seven pick is there and ready and prepped for a potential B. John Robinson drafting. And if you lose... Josh Jacobs to free agency and you don't franchise tag him and you're going after Aaron Rodgers and you're paying Aaron Rodgers $60 million for 2023. Any team that acquires Aaron Rodgers in 2023, any team here is going to have to pay a whopping $60 million. So it's, you know, if he does land with the Raiders, Lamar is the other option that we want for the Raiders. Raiders going to pay him $60 million. That makes the franchise tagging of Josh Jacobs kind of difficult, right? Um, let's see if I can get this back. There we go. Makes it kind of difficult, right? Because they're paying $60 million to Aaron Rodgers. They've got this draft pick. They potentially will still have that they can use on a free, cheap running back that happens to be a moon man. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. He happens to be a Mars man. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. This guy, this guy, Bijan Robinson, is one of the most electric players, not even yet in the National Football League. He's, he hasn't taken a snap, and I'm calling him one of the most electric players in the entire NFL. He hasn't taken a snap yet. He's one of the most electric players in the National Football League, and he hasn't even stepped onto a professional football field yet to take a carry, to take a snap. I don't care. I don't care. My eyes tell me he's the next Ladanian Tomlinson. He's the next Bijan. He's not Tomlinson. He's not so-and-so. He's not so-and-so. He's Bijan. 
He's different, but he reminds me of a smooth operator. A smooth operating Ladanian Tomlinson. And I'm excited about for whatever team decides to draft this man. I hope it's the Eagles. I hope it's maybe the I hope it's the Raiders. The Raiders would be a great landing spot, especially if they if they trade for Aaron Rodgers, who's, who's going to cost sixty million. So, in a nutshell, my thinking here: franchise tagging him will be difficult unless they don't end up landing Aaron Rodgers. But what do they do? Get Jimmy G? Like, what are they going to do? Looking at the the Aaron Rodgers board. What are the Raiders' options if they fail to acquire Aaron Rodgers, sparing no expense to give themselves the best shot to win? They're paying Devontae Adams insane money. The window's closing for Devontae Adams. The window's closing for the Las Vegas Raiders. If they go the route of Jimmy G and they think they're going to win, let's say they do sign Jacobs to a long-term fat contract or they franchise tag him and they don't have the money or the capability of pulling in an A-Rod. What are they going to do? Bring in Jimmy G? If they do that, they'll be the laughing stock of the league because Jimmy G ain't leading a team with Devontae Adams, even with Josh Jacobs, with Bijan and Devontae Adams. Jimmy G's not leading a team like that to an NFL Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers can. If I'm the Raiders, if I'm the Las Vegas Raiders, if I'm the decision maker in this decision making room, I'm trading at no expense Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm keeping that that seven pick, but I'm trading future draft capital. I'm doing whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers in the building. I pay him $60 million, I let Josh Jacobs go, and I use this number seven overall draft selection in the 2023 NFL draft on this man right here, Bijan Robinson, and I go win myself a Super Bowl. That's what I do because they would be a top six team a top six to at least a top eight team, top four to eight team to a lot of people if they get Aaron Rodgers and B. John Robinson. But I don't coach the team. It's not up to me. Let's see what you think. The phone lines are open here in just one second. Let me open up the phone lines. Uh, Lamar Jackson or Rodgers, it has to be. It has to be. Otherwise, Adams doesn't get unlocked. Adams gets held back. There's no way Devontae Adams does well with Jimmy G. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. No way. No way he does well with Jimmy G. And Devontae Adams wants him. Devontae Adams says, hey, Smitty. Hey, Smitty, I want Devontae Adams in my neighborhood. And there's another clip out today where somebody says, hey, Aaron Rodgers on the golf course again. Uh, it sounds like Devontae Adams wants a neighbor. He wants you to be his neighbor. He's looking for a neighbor, I think is what the words were. And he said, tell him to buy me a house. Tell him that he's got that money now. Tell him to buy me a house. They're just going back and forth. There's nothing. There's no There's no uh, real hardcore information on, on Aaron Rodgers heading to Las Vegas. But what this tweet does when Devontae Adams says, mine, my neighborhood, when asked the question, which neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to, it at least lets us know there's no bad blood. He's rallying for it. He'll be lobbying for it, and that's a good sign. That's a good. That's a good indication that the Raiders are in play. You know, plain and simple. Now the Jets are still in play. Of course, we still have the Hackett to New York situation. That's kind of like that's probably why. That's probably why. Right. That's probably why they brought in Hackett. It has to be why they brought in Hackett. It has to be because there's no other explanation, in my opinion, to bring in Hackett. He was awful. He was awful. And if Aaron Rodgers doesn't land in New York, we do have some concerns about those Jet players like Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. We do. We have to. But we also have to keep in mind that he's not the the head coach. And uh, he has had success as an offensive coordinator before, but it's mostly been with Aaron Rodgers. So it's hard to know what Hackett can do without A-Rod. But at least he's not the head coach making horrible decisions. Um, he, I don't think he can. He could even dream of taking Brees Hall off the field. You never know. It's something to consider. We'll definitely re, revisit the topic. If Aaron Rodgers is not in New York, we will have to revisit the topic at the very least. Uh, the Bruce, what's up, pal? You're live. Hey, Smitty. What's up, pal? I just wanted to think on my opinion on what could happen to Josh Jacobs. Well, the Raiders do have the right to tag him for two years, and he says I ain't playing for him. What if they tag and trade him? Well, that's that's the thing is he's franchise taggable, and and the problem right. though is franchise tagging and trading on RB is tough 
because if it's Devontae Adams tagged and traded, right? Tyreek Hill, those those right. guys are all like you tag them, you're going to trade them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, like quarterbacks, not not saying Aaron Rodgers, you would tag he's under contract, but I'm just trying to give you an example. Those guys, if they were tagged, you're going to be able to trade them. Josh Jacobs is going to command big money, and it, not every team's going to be interested in trading for him with the commitment that comes with the trade of giving him bank because this rookie class is super deep. So there's probably two or three teams that are willing to pay him what he wants. And so those trade, the, the tag and trade would have to be that. That's a, it's a, it's not, not impossible. It's not impossible. They could certainly tag him and try and trade him. And if they can't trade him, then he plays on the tag. So that would be the scenario you're talking about. And it certainly is a possibility, but it also rules out if they can't get rid of him on the tag, which is a big number, maybe they can't go pay Aaron Rodgers $60 million, or maybe they don't want to. So it just depends, man. If it's me, you got to ask yourself, what risk level is there of tagging him and not getting rid of him? I'd rather just go get Aaron Rodgers and not worry about it, you know? So it's all about timing, Bruce. Yeah. It's all about timing, pal. Is it possible? Absolutely. But running backs are really hard to trade because if you're a team acquiring a, a franchise tag player, it always coincides with a contract. So if you can't work okay. a contract out ahead of time, then the team's not going to trade for a tagged player because it makes no sense. Okay. But 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 you're not wrong that it's a possibility. Absolutely is a possibility. Like, let's say there's a, a trading partner that's like, hey, look, we want Jacobs bad. Uh, tag him and trade him, and we'll, we'll we'll get this done. I mean, we we don't know the inner workings and the behind the scenes stuff that goes on with some of these these teams. The negotiation part of it, there's certainly a, a potential uh, landing spot. Like, let's say um, Miami, you know, could be interested. But at the same time, Bruce, think about it. There's going to be not very many people wanting to pay Jacobs what he's willing what he's willing to accept in a in a contract, right? So if you're Miami, right. aren't you more aren't you more likely to not trade for him on the tag and give up draft capital and and, and, and things like players and draft capital when you know that there's probably only three teams competing with you to sign him to a long term deal if he goes and tests free agency? You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of why you you would say like a Miami Dolphins may want Jacobs. They may be willing to pay Jacobs, but I think they're more willing to say. We'll take the chance that the other two, three teams that are willing to pay this man bank are going to lose out to us because we're an attractive landing spot. Who would want? Who would not want to go play a Miami Mike system with Tyreek Hill, Waddle, and and whatever they decide to do at quarterback? It's a it's a great situation. So you know Miami Mike yeah. doesn't need to trade draft capital. He'll just wait. And if he misses out, let's say the Raiders uh, uh, tag him and don't go after Aaron Rodgers, they'll they'll go get an RB. They're right. not too worried about it. Okay. Yeah, that's so, why I was like thinking when I was listening. I was like, "Oh, trading tags—they've been doing that for years." Yeah. So here, here's the thing that I would ask, and this is a great question by, by Sean, is would he pull a lead bell? So there's the thinking here that no player in their right mind is going to sit out. No player in their right mind is going to sit out and, and not sign it. Like, first of all. It's, it's two different things when you're going to be tagged and not sign your tender and sit out when you're under contract, okay? So if Jacobs were under contract for, let's say, two more years and he wanted an extension and he's going to he's gonna say, I'm sitting out, I'm holding out, then, then he starts getting fined. He starts getting uh, fine money that he's already spent. It's a big difference between being under contract, holding out. Players don't hold out anymore. You can't hold it's too expensive. And it used to be where uh it was negotiated in to the NFLPA uh, uh had it so that if a player was to hold out and let's say they accrued like two million dollars in fines, the team had the ability to waive those fines and just say, We'll just call it a uh whatever and we'll we'll clear all that. And now that you're coming back, like Zeke used to hold out, right? Zeke would hold out, he accrue these fines. When he decided to come back, we all knew the fines would be wiped out. Now it's been negotiated in that the players and the teams cannot waive the fines. So if Jacobs were to sit out for two, 
for 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 the beginning part of the season, he would accrue so much money if he was under contract that he can't do it. So Jacobs is not holding out if he's under contract. He's not under contract. So he can refuse to sign his tender, and that won't affect him financially. Yeah, he won't be getting money coming in, but he won't be fined. So it is a potential, more of a potential for a player to try and pull a love bell on a franchise tag, not signing your tender, refusing to play football for a year. Like, I could see a player doing that. And if anybody thinks these players aren't capable of making a very poor decision, like a running back, running back shelf lives are so short. If Jacobs were to set out a whole year, he'd be done. He'd be done. He'd come back, he wouldn't be the same. Maybe he'd get lucky and get a big contract. I doubt it. But he, the shelf life is so, so short, he would be done. It would be, a, it would be a career suicide move for him. But at the same time, these players don't think like we do, and they all think they're different. I'm different. I'm Josh Jacobs. I can play till I'm 35 years old. That's his mentality. History and in, in numbers, looking at the historical data of, of running back drop-offs at 27, 28 now, he doesn't think about stuff like that. He thinks he's immune to any of that. Every player does. So, like, is he capable of sitting out? Or not sitting out, is he capable of refusing to sign his franchise tag tender and then not, you know, yeah, he's capable of that. He's capable of that. Uh, I don't think it comes to that. I think that it comes down to whether the Raiders are wanting to be on the hook for the franchise tag amount of money. And I don't I don't think that they are. Uh, we'll see. I think he hits free agency, but he apparently, according to this quote right here, what do you what do you make of this quote, the Bruce? Hero turned villain when asked if he would sign his franchise tag tender. Hero turned villain. What's that mean to you, Bruce? Give us a give us a uh, uh, explanation. Define that for me, Bruce. Hero turned villain. Villain. Hero turned villain. So he was a once loved man there, and mm. in Oakland. And then when it was time to come back, you know, sign a contract, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take you for." everything i'm gonna take the bank so now he's a villain yeah. but when he was there and he was on like his rookie deal or whatever deal he was on he was a hero they embraced him and you know beautiful he bruce. did everything he could. Yeah. it's like poetry that's my opinion bruce's poetry yeah. uh yeah my poetry. let's see here um disagree he actually uses the time to get in even better shape he would have basically no more tread on his tires than he does now says ben you're saying ben you're saying ben that if he held out and i'm not, I'm not trying to to say you don't have a point to be made or this is impossible but what i'm trying to define what you're saying you're saying if he held out a whole year you disagree that it would be bad for him or career suicide you're saying if he did he'd actually use the time to get in better shape and would have less tread on the tires. The problem is, man, tread or tread or no tread, it doesn't really matter. Um, your 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 body breaks down at a certain age anyway uh, when you're a workhorse yeah, running well. back. So, like, example would be, you know, when you see Cordell Patterson doing something and then he starts to break down at the end of the year. Like, your body's... He's 24. He'll turn 25... Well, wow, he's twenty. He just turned twenty-four, so he's he's a young guy. But I don't I don't see it, bro. I think when you sit out a year, it's almost always a bad thing. Your body's not quite where it used to be. He's young enough for it to make sense to come back and and play another year or two at a high level. You could say two or three, but a, at least a year or two. His body potentially. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, Ben. I'll say at twenty-four years old, his body could potentially do it. But will a team see him in that light anymore if he sat out an entire season? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't see how it's good. I'll give him till he's... You what? I was gonna say I'll give him till about when he's thirty, and then he's gonna. It's if he holds out. If yeah, he but holds out. yeah, if I don't he know. Doesn't. I don't think he lasts till thirty. Uh, Mighty buffoon said the Bruce made Robert Frost proud. Um, with your depiction and definition, I don't know. At twenty four, at yeah. twenty four. Wait, oh wait, does he turn twenty five? Hold on. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He turns twenty five in a couple days. So that, oh. that's that's not like the biggest difference, but it does make a difference. I thought he was going to be twenty four all twenty twenty. No, he's going to be twenty five. So he has twenty five 
26-27. He has potentially two to three years of a window of time. And that doesn't really matter. Like when you're 27, 28, it doesn't matter if you played one year more or not. It's just a, a certain barrier where the body as a running back with the impact you've taken your whole college and high school and pro career combined, you know, just where your body can't, it can't typically do the same things at workhorse levels. Like look at McKinnon. McKinnon's what, 31? <laughs> McKinnon's 31. It's crazy. But he hasn't done anything. Well, you know who I look at the... I look at, at Jacobs, and and this is my opinion. I may be wrong, but he wants to take, like, uh, Zeke. He took the Cowboys to the bank. I think he's said, look, even though he's falling off a cliff, he's still getting a boatload of money. I want to be like him. Yeah. But but back, back to my point real quick, Brucey, before you start spitting out more fire poetry, I would say <laughs> that it comes down to it comes down to this. He, if he sits out, what team is looking for him? Like, here's the other thing, too, that people need to realize. Let's say Jacobs doesn't sign his tender, Ben. What changes? I mean, he he's still, he's still obligated, to my knowledge... He's still obligated to he sit out the entire year. If he sits out the entire year, does he then become a free agent? Let me look up the, uh, let's see. What if well, a player. I thought they still would turn their right. Out the franchise tag. Player may not, player, players are not required to sign their franchise tender. But if they don't, they are unable to play for any other team this that season. From the moment the team uses the franchise tag, it can negotiate a long-term contract with the player until mid-July. But the question is, does he become a free agent if he sits out an entire year by not signing the tag? I think there's a possibility on that. Let me see here. The NFL players have to... Let me just try to find the, the details on that. I'm pretty sure that that's how you can become a free agent, but I, just, I don't know if anything's changed. Um, let's see here. The question is, why would the NFL... The player is tagged. He's left with the with no choice. His only recourse is a long-term deal with that same team would be to sign the... Okay. Otherwise, every franchise tag recipient in the NFL either has to reach an extension by July 15th or be locked into a one-year deal even if he ends up being traded. What if he holds out? If a player gets to July 15th without an extension, he has to sign the franchise tag in order to play and get paid. At that point, the only other option is to refuse to sign the tag, which isn't unprecedented, but it means that the player gets no money until he does sign. Players can hold out if they want, but uh, but they're subject to hefty fines. Okay, that's 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 if they're holding out. Hold on. Uh, in conclusion, exceedingly rare for an NFL player to do nothing but suck it up when they receive the franchise tag because of this. Uh... Does anybody know in the chat if if they've changed the rule that if you sit out, let's say you don't sign the tag, you sit out an entire year, aren't you still? Don't they still have the right to tag you again, or are you a free agent? I'll have to yeah, look up I the, believe they have the right to tag you again. Because if that's they, the case, they and they, you every year that you sit out. Yeah, but we we haven't seen somebody really that I can remember sit out an entire season and not sign a franchise tag. So that's no. not something that comes up very often. Uh, but I don't know if the rules no, change. I believe you there you might have a potential to become a free agent if you sit out the entire year. But if you don't, then what would be the point in sitting out if they could just tag you again if they wanted to? They probably wouldn't, but I don't know. Uh, Chandler Jones could also be in. Sitting a year may really extend yeah. the career. I don't think so, Ben. I appreciate your take, and I respect you, and, and you could be right. But my opinion is sitting out a year would not extend his career at all. Like, look at look at uh, Deshaun Watson as an example. You sit out, you come back, you're rusty, you're not in a groove. Ben, these players are, are well-oiled machines, and they're, 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 they're calibrated perfectly for where they're at in their moment in time right now on the NFL field. And if you sit out for an entire year and you come back, in my opinion, you have you have literally small a small small amount of percentage chance that you can get back into the same groove that you were in, playing at the same level, 
Um, it, it's just something different. It's different. Sitting out's different. You lose an edge. You know, you you lose a lot. You lose a lot. Last interview I saw with Jacob says he he said he doesn't want money. I'm rich. I want to win. Says peanut butter. I don't know. We'll see, bro. If you get Aaron Rodgers, maybe he'd sign a, a a nice nice comfortable deal. I believe he will become a free agent the next season. Says Ben. I don't know. I don't know what the the answer is on that. I'll, I'll look up the NFL rules. Let's see here. NFL NFL franchise tag rules. Let's see. Every season coaches. What is NFL franchise six? How do you? What are the advantages, disadvantages? What are the free agent? Tag windows. Um, can a player be tagged two years in a row? Of course. Current franchise tag estimates for a running back. The current tag is $9.5 million. Is that correct? Let me see if this is accurate. How old is this story? This might not be accurate anymore. I believe it's in the 10 plus range, but... How long has NFL franchise tag existed? Uh, God, there's nothing on this right now. I still know if the rule changed. Um, Rick says Lev Bell. Lev Bell ended up uh, ruining his career. Lev Bell ended up ruining his career. There's a lot of people that said Lev Bell did fine. He didn't. He didn't. He signed like a 20-something million dollar deal. When he became a free agent, but his the deal that was offered to him by the Pittsburgh Steelers was something astronomically uh, high. You know, it was higher at the end of the day. Not to mention he would have potentially made more on a second deal. Uh, Watson's been dealing with a lot of personal and legal issues. If Jacob sits out and doesn't train at the highest level, for sure he would be done. But Ben is saying that he thinks he'd be better. I don't know. Ben, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a single person in here that would agree that sitting out a year could make him better. I, I don't. Number one, the team's interested will be lesser. They'd have to be. Like, if I was an NFL coach and I was going to sign a player, and let's say Jacob sat out a whole year and came back, and they decided not to franchise tag him, whatever. And I don't know if you can franchise. I don't know if the... I, I still am waiting to see if anybody has the information. Um... Let me let me call my let me call my boy. Hold on. Let's see if he knows. Yep. Hold on. Let's see. I'm gonna call my boy, see if he knows on this tag. He might not know. I don't think he's gonna pick up. Yeah, he's not picking up. Um, trying to think of a, a a rules professional that I know that I could dial up. Somebody find this information on the internet for me. Franchise tag. Franchise tag. What if player sits out entire season on franchise tag? Oh, well, you know what I, I could do it. I thought they could tag them twice if they wanted to. But they would really pay high the second time they'd have to be the highest paid player at their position. What happens if you don't play under the franchise tag? I can't find anything specific on if... I know we'll get 100,000 comments later on the replays. He becomes a free agent. He become a free agent. Sean says, I think that's accurate. I'm not positive that that hasn't changed though, but I believe that if the tag is used and he doesn't, he sits out an entire year, I believe he could become a free agent the next year. I believe. Uh, let's see. We got someone calling in here. Ron Navy. Maybe Ron knows. Ron, Ron, uh, Ron, do you know the answer to that? If if a if a player is franchise t- franchise tagged and they sit out, 
Bruce, Bruce hung up. Sanders, when um, Detroit franchised him and he did, he decided to retire over either he plays for them or well, retire is different. And, I'm I retire is different. I'm saying if you decide, yeah, he he decided to um, either he had to play for them or he didn't play for anybody. That's basically how it was. Or he or he retired, and that's what he decided to do. The the question be the same type of thing. I don't know. the The question is, like, let's say, let's say a player, let's say a player sits out a year, and he's a restricted free agent. Then you still I mean, have you still have the that. rights to him, even okay. if he sat out the whole year. But if he's tagged and he sits out the entire season, there's a little debate whether that sitting out of the entire season, not signing the tag, he didn't sign the tag. Or does the team still have the same opportunity to say, you didn't sign it last year, but we can tag you again this year? Which I highly doubt they do, though. Because at that point, he sat out a whole year. They don't want him anyway at that point, in my opinion. Um, well, didn't that happen with our old running back, the Steelers' old running back? Lev Bell? Um, he he yeah. sat out the whole year. And then... Um, then they decided the next year they decided to Right, but did they decide not to tag him again or did he just become a free agent? That's the question. Well, he became a free agent. And then even though the Steelers offered him the same amount of money or over, he he signed with the he signed with the Jets. Yeah. I don't know. We have a we have a but little dis- the whole year. We have different different opinions on the topic. We'll have to find out. I, I, I should know this answer, but it's like it's not something that's used it's not something we've ever really seen. Other than when Lev Bell held out, but was Lev Bell being franchise tagged? I don't think Lev Bell was being franchise tagged. If I remember correctly, Lev Bell was being offered sure. a contract. He was a restricted free agent, and he decided to sit out the season. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting. You know what? Chat GPT might be able to tell us. Chat. Let's go to ChatGPT. <laughs> you've you've heard of ChatGPT before, right, Ron? No, I've, I've never heard it's of that. It's the before. the the artificial intelligence engine that has the answer to every single thing known to man. What if a player? What if a NFL player does not sign his franchise tag? Will he become a free agent the next year? ChatGPT knows everything wrong, Ron. Everything it can write you a movie script if you ask it to. It, and you, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, if a player who has been assigned the franchise tag by his team does not sign the tender offer, he will not become an unrestricted free agent in the next year. Instead, he will not be allowed to play for any team. In that season, and will have to uh, sit out until he either signs the franchise tag tender or reaches a new contract agreement with the team or a different team through trade. ChatGPT knows everything. Absolutely. So, I, so, I, sorry, I lost service. So it, lo- it looks as though he can't sit out, Ben. He can't sit out. If he sits out, he does not become. A free agent just by sitting out and not signing his franchise tag. The team has restricted rights to him, and so he's stuck. According to that, according to Chat GPT, and I wouldn't argue with Chat GPT because it knows everything. Ron, it knows everything. Is that the same? Isn't that the same situation as Barry Sanders was under? I don't. I maybe he retired because he didn't. Yeah, but we he didn't like come back though. He sat out, and then he couldn't get to Detroit, and Detroit wouldn't trade him, so he said, all right, I'll retire. Yeah. I think it was the same situation. It might be, but it's so long ago, I don't know if the rules have changed or anything like that. But but anyways, <laughs> right, so true. back back on point, back on point. Sean initially asked, would it be a Love Bell situation? I don't think so, because I don't be- I don't remember correctly, but Love Bell, I don't think, was franchise tagged. It was an offer that was given to him. He sat out. Um, can he retire and get out of that? No, he can't retire and get out of that. You can't retire 
and then come back. That's why, I, look at Sean Payton. Sean Payton retired, came back, he's still the Saints has rights. Very different situation, but I'm just, you can't retire out of something like that. That's why we never saw Sanders come back. Yeah. Because he couldn't get out so, of Detroit. So it's these are these are these are fake barks, you know, fake barking, paper tiger barking. There's no way he this guy can wiggle his way out of this by not signing the tender. He'd sign the tender. Plus the tender's so big, it's such a nice figure. I don't think the, the, the Raiders would do it. I don't think they would sign into a to a franchise tag tender. It's too high. It's like above ten million. Let me see what the, the running back franchise tag number is right now. Uh I'll ask chat GPT. What is what is the running back franchise tag in twenty twenty three? Chat GPT says, I'm sorry, I don't have access to the exact running back franchise tag numbers in 2023. The franchise tag numbers are determined each year based on the average of the top five salaries of each position or percentage of the salary cap, whichever is greater. It's possible that the running back franchise tag number for 2023 has not been determined yet. That's That could be 2023 NFL running back franchise tag amount how much is the franchise tag for 2023 running back uh exactly what i said 10.1 million 10.1 million so 10.1 million that's a that's a pretty hefty number to give an rb i i don't know that the raiders are going to tag him i think they want aaron Rodgers. if they knew aaron Rodgers was out maybe they they bring in jimmy g jacobs back on a tag and try and give it one more run with with uh, with Adams, but that would be a disaster. Jimmy G's not it. He's not the answer. As it stands, the Raiders figured to have about around fifty-two million in available caps money this offseason. And to sign Aaron Rodgers, they gotta it's hard enough to sign A Rod. A Rod's gonna cost sixty mil for one season. So anybody that, that acquires Aaron Rodgers will have to pay him $60 million. So that's going to make it tough to do any sort of Josh Jacobs franchise tagging and especially tough to do some kind of long-term deal. Um, my prediction is he just hits the free agent market. You know, I, I think potentially the Raiders are trying to posture to get somebody to maybe talk uh, franchise tag and trade. But like I said earlier, if you're, let's say, the Miami Dolphins and you are one of the more attractive landing spots in the NFL, don't you feel like, Ron, you would rather take the chance that Jacobs would just want to naturally go there when he hits the free agent market than to say, Hey, there's probably two or there's probably two teams that would even consider maybe two or three teams max that would even consider not do it, but would consider franchise tag trading for Josh Jacobs, because that would mean that you're 100% going to set up a a long-term monster contract with him that you would announce immediately when you trade because no one's trading for Josh Jacobs that's tagged unless he's already going to sign and commit to a, a a contract that they've ironed out ahead of time, you know, because no team's going to give up draft capital for a one-year rental. So I think the teams like Miami or teams that would want Josh Jacobs are going to say, we'll take our chances that we're attractive enough of a landing spot that when we don't, participate in trade talks with you you will let him test free agents free agency you won't tag him he doesn't want to sign a deal with you so we'll just come in and without giving up draft capital offer him an amazing contract that was maybe even a little more than we would have done it in some sort of franchise tag and trade situation because there's draft capital can consider we have to kind of make sure the deal makes sense but since we're not giving up any draft capital since we're keeping rookie picks that are cheaper and we can use some of that money we'd have to spend on free agency that would cost more than rookies. Now we can give that money to Jacobs. Jacobs, come over. We'll give you a little bit more money because you came over organically instead of uh, instead of getting traded for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, what are your predictions? Where's Jacobs end up, Ron? <laughs> I, I, um, I was hoping he'd end up in Cincinnati, but I don't know. 
I mean, I still like to see him go to Cincinnati, but he could end up like maybe in Miami or somewhere like that. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past it happening. Yeah, Miami makes some sense, but I guess it depends on what they do at quarterback. They could let's say they roll with Tua, then that would be a move that I could see Miami make doing. Miami, Miami make Miami Mike making. Um, Jacobs to Atlanta. I mean, if you think about it, most are injury prone and and um, and uh, uh, and old. What's his name is getting older. So. Wilson's like 27. Mostert's 31. Um, Michael KCPA says Atlanta. I hope not because we want Tyler Algier to have a, a, a job. Uh, Super Chat. I have a weird spot to the moon that I'd like to see him go to. Where, Bruce? Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. No, hold on one second. I'd like. Hey, hey, Yark, like uh, Yark, Yark, you're, you're live on the fantasy football show, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay thanks for that. Uh, you, I consider you a person that would maybe know the answer to this, so I was dialing you up. Um, I'm pretty sure I found the answer anyway. But if uh, if a player does not sign his franchise tag tender, so Jacobs is at risk of getting franchise tagged, right? Uh-huh. Um, this is Yark's. This is my boy Yark's. Um, if he doesn't sign his tender. And he sits out the entire season. He still, they still have the rights to him. He doesn't like become a free, a total unrestricted free agent by sitting out the entire year, not signing the tender. Correct? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent on the answer, but I, I think it's actually the opposite. I think if he went to roll the dice and did not play that year, I think he is a free agent the following See, year. See, this is yeah, this is a, only leverages to say I can sit out the whole year. Yeah, next year. I asked Chat GPT. I don't know if you know Chat what Chat GPT is. It's only the smartest yeah. thing on the planet. It said that if a player sits, is coming. yeah, it said it might even play next year in the NFL. Chat GPT <laughs> might suit up and put a helmet on and actually play quarterback. But Chat GPT <laughs> said the opposite. It said that if a player sits out, um, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. If a player who has been assigned the franchise tag by his team does not sign the tender offer, he will not become an unrestricted free agent in the next year. Instead, he will not be allowed to play for any other team in that season and will have to sit out until he either signs the franchise tag tender or reaches a new contract agreement with his team or a different team through trade. And I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe uh, there's an update to it. It doesn't. That sounds have. like a team could hold him hostage forever. Then, but uh, I don't know if that would be the case. But isn't that what the? They only had that one year of leverage, and then he got the leverage back after that. But isn't that Kinda what like the Lev Bell? No, or, or what happened with the Lev Bell situation? That's what we're. Back. That's what we're talking about. But I don't know that Lev Bell was franchise tagged. And if he was franchise uh, tagged, then the team may have not decided to tag him again the next year or something. And that could be the case. I yeah. I, I don't know. This is kind of like uncharted territory. Um, I don't know. I, I just wondered if you'd, you'd known anything. Yeah, on well, when Levell went to the Jets, then was he traded or did he go as a free agent? I think he sat. I think he didn't sign a contract. He was a restricted free agent and they didn't franchise uh, tag him. So he's a restricted free agent. They didn't franchise tag him. He sat out, and then he went on. I think that's where I, re- I think that's where the confusion is. If you're a restricted free agent and you don't sign with your team, if you sit out an entire year, then you become a free agent. I don't think Love Bell was franchise tagged, but I, am I am I am I wrong? Yeah, sorry, I don't have the recollection on that one. I wish I had a better answer for you. Okay, we'll have to figure it out. All right, hey, yeah. hey, uh, any predictions on uh, on the Super Bowl? Why, why I got you here? Uh, I'm saying uh, Eagles by two. Eagles by two. Eagles by two. Hey, it's can I be a thriller though? Eagles by two. Hey, can, let's let's hit a. You have a second? You have like two minutes? Sure. All right. Um, Cardinals. This is one of the bigger Cardinal fans in in, in the entire universe here. <laughs> okay, Cardinals. Our Cardinals here in Arizona. Is there a is there a shot? Uh, even even one percent, two percent, five percent chance that this new GM Monty, uh, what's his name, Monty, uh, yeah, is there a chance that this guy? I'm hoping he's hard nosed guy. Seems kind of like he could be. Uh, is there a shot he trades Kyler Murray? And is Kyler Murray even tradable? 
because he might not even play this season or he might not play at least half the season. Is there a shot this guy does what Kingsbury kind of did, even though, you know, he's the GM, I, I assume he... I I'll tell you what, I would be all for that. I'm not on the Kyler Murray bandwagon right now. So, uh, <laughs> me and Kyler broke up a, a year ago or so. Yeah, we've but, all uh, broke no, up. I don't, I, that's wishful thinking, but I don't think there's a shot in heck that could happen because I don't know that he's even tradable because I don't know what other teams would want to jump onto that contract with somebody coming off of an ACL and then just, you know, some of the progression Pipe issues. Dream. Not that he's not going to bounce back from the ACL and uh, still be an athlete, but I don't know. Kyler made some decisions. He wants to be more of a passer than a runner, and he, he kind of deletes half of his skill set just by you know making business decisions and determining what's best for kyler murray the football player instead of always the cardinals but no i don't i don't think any other i don't think he's tradable because i don't i don't think other teams uh you know would want to take that on with the uncertainty okay okay new um, question new question cardinals have the number three overall pick is there a shot at all that we would take if if stroud or bryce young fell which i don't think they will but let's say the bears don't trade out of that one pick and they, they're not taking a quarterback if they don't trade out, but they're trying to trade out. They're trying to get out of that pick. They know it's a quarterback pick. If the Bears, let's say, take a defensive player or whatever, um, Texans take Stroud, let's say, or or Bryce Young. Do mm-hmm. the Cardinals even contemplate taking that other quarterback should they fall to number three? Well, you, you wouldn't think so, being we just signed Kyler Murray to uh, I know. Uh, as much you know money as we had. But being the situation and being it's a new GM, I wouldn't say there's a zero percent chance. Again, this kind of piggybacks on the last question. I would be all for it because I'm not. I'd love to see us develop somebody else. And if you end up with two great quarterbacks, wonderful. That's not the worst problem in the world to have. But I don't think that's typically a path that most people take. We have a lot of other holes to fill. Um, uh, you know, Anderson, you know, is likely to be available there, and you know, give us a, uh, a pass rushing presence on uh, that we've we've needed for you know last year. But um, yeah, I would be I would be excited about that. But um, there's a lot that would have to um, already be planned out for that to happen. Like already a, probably a suitor for Kyler Murray, and then yeah, a lot of moving parts. But I'd say two percent chance there for you. But I'm for it. Could Kyler Murray stay in the pocket a little better if he if we could put him physically on the shoulders like piggyback ride on the shoulders of one of these quarterbacks, and then together they'd be like <laughs> six foot five. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, I definitely I think um, whoever they bring in to run the offense, you need to you need to kind of work to what we have. Kyler's a shorter guy; you got to get him out on a little more boots. Uh, you know, get him out to so get a moving pocket. So why you know, trade but, Hopkins? Um, def- why trade Hopkins? Invest in some offensive protection for him too. Why trade Hopkins? It sounds like Hopkins is out. I don't know that this GM is going to just accept Hopkins' desire to be traded, but a lot of news reports are suggesting he's out. I'm hoping those news reports are, are false. I'm hoping this GM says, no, <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Sorry, because Hopkins is his safety net. Like, if, if Kyler can't throw, if Kyler has to throw outside the pocket, Hopkins is the best option in the NFL for that. Like, he, he has, yeah, he's, he's been groomed for. the reason the talk's coming about trade Hop is because the, the number that he's owed, I think it's something like $29 million or something. So it's... It, it had to be um, refigured um, and then push the part of the cap hit down the road. But, you know, the thought is if Kyler's not even back till midseason, yeah. the reality is this might not be a competitive season for us as much as we, we might want to retool and, yeah. you know, say we can go 500 with a backup quarterback for the first so many weeks. But that's, you know, not always easy. So I think this is the thought is, you know, retooling and with Hopkins on the other side of 30, I think, this season. I think it's just kind of you get back, yeah. you get a second round pick back for him. You got what you uh, paid for him in the first place, and you kind of add that to you know another building block for you know what know, I would love to do the following if, year, the year after, if we could turn Hopkins into a second round pick and draft uh, Sean Tucker, um, or or one of these RBs like Charbonnet. Charbonnet would be unbelievable. Uh, well, and, yeah, it's kind of the idea. There's, there's always, you know, uh, good talent as long as it comes down to your GM making right selections and that. But um, there's always good talent there in the second, even yeah. round. So, yeah, picks are um, a premium. All right, Yark. Especially for aging players, if you're not a contender, it seems like that might be a piece of way. Or Buffalo could have used, um, you know, Hopkins. Uh, Dallas could have used another receiver. Yeah, they certainly could have used a receiver. Yeah, uh, it all makes sense. I, I and I, I don't think the Cardinals would be competitive this year. Not if Kyle. Not if yeah. Kyler's out for half a year. He he could be out longer. But all right, Yarks, appreciate you, man. All right, you bet. Later. Very, very. 
So we didn't get any conclusions drawn from from him calling in um, as far as the tag. I'm pretty sure Chat GPT is correct, but um, I'll try and find the exact NFL rules on that. Uh, Ron Nave, you want to add anything to that? Anything we've been talking about? No, no. I was, and I, I was, I was. The, the Sanders situation wasn't the same. Because um, I, I I just looked while we were doing all that, and I looked back, and he actually signed a new new deal a year before he retired, and um, so that that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I think it. I think it has Andrew, to. Do, I think where we're. Client. I think where we're getting it mixed up is restricted free agent doesn't refuse like Lebel restricted free agent refused to sign with his team. And I think holding out a whole year makes him a free agent. I, I think, and that if you're franchise tagged, I don't think you can. But I let me let me look it up. Chat GPT. If an NFL player does not, if a if an unrestricted free agent NFL player does not sign with his current team and holds out. An entire season. Do they become a free agent the next year? This thing's so smart, man. This is crazy. If an unrestricted free agent NFL player holds out an entire season without signing with his current team or any other team, he will not become a free agent again the next year. Instead, he will have to wait until the original team decides to release him, trade him, or until his contract expires. Okay, so... His contract already expired, though. He's a restricted free agent, unrestricted free agent, though. If the player is under contract with the original team, he will be obligated to play for that team. I don't I don't remember Love Bell's situation, then. I think, too, if, if that situation happens where a player does sit out or doesn't play or whatever, and, um, yeah, it's, and then his contract or whatever, I, I think... If I'm not remembering, I think Pittsburgh got compensated for losing him. Yeah. Um, now that I re- now that I remember, yeah, if you're a restricted free agent and you sit out, you come back and you're still restricted. Yeah, that that that, that actually makes sense. That's the same that that's the same thing that people are thinking with the tag. With the tag, I think it's the same thing. Yeah. So it's possible. This is what AC saying might be possible. This is what I was saying earlier. That if if a team franchise tags a player, I think being a restricted free agent and you decide to hold out for an entire year, you come back as a restricted free agent. Nothing changes for you. You just pause time. So if you're franchise tagged and you sit out, I think time's still paused. And you come back and the team may or may not decide to tag you again. It doesn't seem like it's Smitty. Based on Bell's situation, Pittsburgh simply decided not to tag him again after he sat out. So I think that I think that's what what AC saying might be correct. I think franchise tag and restricted free agent result in the same thing. If you hold out, you don't get out of your tag or your your restricted rights. So kind of a messy situation. We don't see it a whole lot, which is why I can understand why why all of us are a little unsure of it. And until we see a report on it, we're trying to dig into this ourselves. And, you know, without the rule books and everything in front of us, it's messy. We don't see it very often at all. So this is something, you you know, people like me, even at my level of reporting and stuff, have to rely upon some reports to be like, wait a minute, how did this go again? Because <laughs> we never see it. But I, I, to my knowledge, again, you can correct me in the chat if you want. To my knowledge, if you're franchise tagged and you hold out or you're a restricted free agent and you hold out, all you're doing is pausing time. You're not relinquishing yourself from the, the rights or the tag the next year unless the team decides to let you go or not tag you again the next year. Which, again, if you tag Jacobs this year and he doesn't play, he holds out, sits out the entire season, there's very little chance that the Raiders want to tag him again the next year, a year older, sitting out of football, uh, not wanting to play for that team. Highly unlikely he would sit out if he if he did, which he won't. But if he got tagged, Jacobs, and did sit out for the entire 2023 season, he would come back and the team would not franchise tag him again. And he would be a free agent. He'd get his wish. 
let's see. Uh, Devo yeah, says, um, appreciate your time, Smitty. You are most consistent and much love. Devo, appreciate your super chat, man. To the moon. Thank you so much. I hope you're still here. With Lev Bell, if, if everybody remembers right, um, he he left the game early, just left the field, kind of like pulled what, what uh, Antonio Brown did. Um, that's probably where Antonio got that from, that move. But he left the game early, and then he sat out the whole next season, and Pittsburgh was like, I don't think they wanted that toxicity back in the locker room, so they didn't franchise tag him the next year. They just yeah. let him... I think that is correct. I think that is correct. That would happen again, Jacobs. They wouldn't want the toxicity, but it would be crazy if he sat it a whole year. He's not He's not that player. I know he played amazing, but he's not the kind of player that can sit out and just come back uh, and be, I think, right where he left off. If a player holds out the entire year, can the team give away the, the player's jersey number? I don't know that. I don't know that, Buffoon. <laughs> think- it's rare that it works out player because look at Lev Bell. He went to the Jets and pretty much he was a nothing burger ever since. Yeah. I mean, when he came back, to the, he didn't do nothing, really. A few, uh, and, a few bright spots, Major. Andrew says, pausing time, but the team would have to pay more if you play the second year. Um, no, because the team wouldn't keep him. Like, let's say if if, if the, the Raiders tagged him, then the Raiders would, and he sits out, and he sits out the entire season, the Raiders would just not tag him again. Because the tag number would go up. No, you know what? We don't even know that. We don't even know if he, like, there could be some kind of weird thing in there where he's playing on the old tag still. Like, we don't, we don't know. We don't have enough information. We don't have the rule book sitting in front of us. We need a, we need a lawyer to read that the rules to know for sure. But, but the team wouldn't tag him again. There's no reason that they would tag him again. Just like Le Bell, there's no reason you want that toxicity. He sat out the whole year. Probably lesser talent at that point. Probably rusty, and. To say he would get a bigger contract, I don't know that that's the case either. Because right now, if he hit free agency, he would be the most... Uh, he, Barkley would be the top dog. Josh Jacobs would be the second biggest potential pull for a, a RB free agency-wise. If, let's say, he hit free agency the next year, we don't know if that's going to be the case. It's, what have you done for me lately? He might not go for even half the amount of money in a, in a big contract that he would have if he got it, you know, if he was able to hit free agency this offseason. I don't think sitting out a year would help him at all. I think sitting out a year would be career suicide like it was for LaBell. LaBell was a year older. He lost a step. He wasn't the same guy, just like Ron said. Um, so, am I missing something? What is the reason for the live stream? Uh, is, do we ever need it? First of all, do we ever need a reason for a live stream? Um, second of all, it's because Josh Jacobs, there's a report earlier today. It talked about that he is not wanting to play or willing to play on the franchise tag. That's what's why we're here, Swaggy. Um, we also got to realize too that that he just saw what happened with Carr, right? And then the Raiders didn't want to pick up his fifth year option, so he's like, "Well, there's something with the organization that's too." He's like, "Well, they're treating Carr this way, they're treating me this way. Why do I want to stay around an environment like that?" Especially after I, after they said, no, we're not picking up your fifth-year option, and I come in and I ball out the way I did this whole year, um, why do I want to stay around this environment type of thing? Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it kind of makes sense. In a nutshell, and, and Bruce, uh, I got to I gotta jump, guys. So, Bruce, do you got any final words on this? And then I'm going to wrap up. Brucey. Uh, you know what? If Josh Jacobs ends up doing what Lev Bell did, He's going to end up in a worse situation, Still. worse O-line, worse everything else, just like Bell, but he, he'll probably get married. Yeah, I agree with you, Brucey. Appreciate you, man. Call, call in any time, Bruce. We need more We need more yep. Bruce. Appreciate it. Cause Everybody we, loves when you call yeah. in. They love your po- your poetry. Um, <laughs> you know, so appreciate you, the Bruce. The Bruce yep, is loose. Uh, Ron. Ron. Controversy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bruce, call in tomorrow. Call in tonight. We'll be live tonight. Call in tonight. Uh, Ron, any last words? No, I don't have no last words. All right, appreciate you, Ron. We'll see you tonight. All right, later. 
All right, we are out of here. Appreciate everybody watching. In a nutshell, my conclusion is this. We're still a little, we're still a little unsure on some of the franchise tag <laughs> rules if you were to sit out an entire season, but I'm pretty I'm pretty confident based on chat GPT backing this up. I'm pretty confident that if you as an NFL player sit out after being franchise tagged, so let's say in this case Josh Jacobs gets franchise tagged and he was to sit out the entire 2023 season refusing to sign his tender, the team would still, the Raiders would still have the rights to basically be pausing time to franchise tag him again. Or he remains tagged. Like, I, I, I will have to get clarification on that, but I don't think he becomes a free agent by sitting out an entire season on not signing his tender. I don't think he just becomes a free agent. Uh, I'll get clarification on that, and I'll correct myself on the next show. Uh, if a player is restricted, a restricted free agent, not unrestricted. They're not allowed to go test free agency, um, you know, openly, and they're gone from the team. And, and they can come back if they want, but they can do whatever they want. Restricted. If you're a restricted free agent and you sit out an entire year, you're pausing time. You're pausing time, and the team still has your rights. Nothing changes. You set out for nothing. The tag is the only one that's curious, but uh, we'll break it down later. Appreciate you. Um, see you all tonight on the live stream. We'll go live tonight.